Welcome back, wrestle nerds. Victor for the hit. Let's see you making your way to the ring. Yes, yes, yes. JP Savage. Pretty chubby flaco, dímelo mi gente. Brothers, my brothers, my brothers. It is time yet again for another shooting the itch. And ladies and gentlemen, some call him bulletproof. Some say he's the blue-eyed devil. But whatever you call him, just make sure you understand that sinners never sleep. And this guy, he's never tired, ladies and gentlemen. Trip Cassidy. Talk to him one second. How you doing, brother? What up? Thrilled to be here, guys. Really hey. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being with us this evening, man. How you doing this fine evening, man? What have you been up to lately, man? Fantastic. Uh, it's freezing out here in Orlando, surprisingly enough. <laughs> Orlando? Oh, I heard it's chilly, kind of chilly out there recently. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I moved here away from the Midwest, expecting it to be, uh, you know, 85 and sunny every day. And uh, I caught the same winter I would back home in the Midwest. <laughs> See, Trip, yeah. and for and for my luck, I'm actually gonna be out there in Orlando on Sunday because I'm I'm going on my wife's side of the family, and I was trying to escape the winter because we're over here in New Jersey, Ooh. but I'm going to the cold myself. So, what yeah, kind yeah. of vacation <laughs> is that? <laughs> I feel you. That's exactly how I feel. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. be back in uh, Chicago and uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana, and Indianapolis, all that stuff early February, and. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. My mom's been sending me, like, screenshots of 27 degrees and snowing. Oh, <laughs> man. Ooh, That's how it's looking like. <laughs> now, t- talk to us about Indiana a little bit, man. We don't, we don't get too many wrestlers out from out there, man. How's life out, like, in, in Indiana? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Indiana scene, for, for people, obviously, a lot of people don't know because uh, for so many years, it was a, a huge struggle, like... Everything you think of, if you're if you're from a big city and you think of Indiana, you think of, you know, the typical redneck Indiana crowd, the typical, like, Midwest, like, you know, 20 redneck fans in the crowd that, that don't seem to uh, to get it and they're kind of, like, stuck in their ways and, and maybe not so politically correct. And uh, and for a large part of the, the state, that is the case. But uh, over the last decade that I've been doing this um, – the guys that, that really stood out before me that tried to like change the scene, guys like Drake Younger and then the guys like my trainer, Billy Rock, the, the guys in the Naptown Dragons, and all the guys that came through. Uh, when I was a kid, like IPW was the only promotion in Indiana, and that was Insanity Pro Wrestling. And it was the only promotion that was like really producing smart mark quality, high octane, independent, like go hard as fuck wrestling. And there were guys like John Moxley and Daniel Bryan, all these guys that, like, I was way too privileged as a young kid, like, 15 years old, getting the train with all these guys that, like, looking back on it now, every day, I'm like, wow, I was was way too spoiled as a kid, you know? Damn, man, but what a way to start. Hell, I'll take that. That's what's up. John Moxley, Daniel Bryan, those are big names. And insane pro wrestling. um, You said insane pro wrestling? Yeah, insanity pro wrestling. Insanity, around insanity, insanity. Insanity. With a name yeah. like that, I mean, are we talking like extreme ECW deathmatch or like what are we doing here? Yeah, it was a, it was like a, it was a mix of things. Like uh, when they started out, they were like a very like hardcore CZW type promotion. But that was before I ever came around. Like I started going to shows probably 2006, and by then they had uh, 
they'd started to go in like the same way that you know any promotion like that does so like there would be uh, the first show i went to there was only one hardcore match it was scotty vortex versus drake younger and there was maybe a hundred fans and they were doing you know fucking vertebrakers on chairs and and scotty <laughs> vortex did a moonsault off of a cherry picker but like on that, same, you know, on that same card there was like a very young john moxley like probably 22 years old and there was, you know, Sammy Callahan in his very, very early years when he was like really heavy set and goofy looking. And, you know, my, my trainer, <laughs> was, like all these guys that, that really like um, it's really like it's funny because to them, the way I look at my career, I, I just do stuff and I'm like, ah, whatever, it's nothing. And I'm sure they thought the same thing. But like looking back on those years, like that was very pivotal to what created me as a pro wrestler and what shaped the Indiana scene into what it is right now. Hmm. No so doubt. so so safe to say a lot of debauchery and uh sinister like uh movements and uh spots in the ring i was saying yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> this and is you know, why Sandy, you're the luchador boogeyman huh kind of a mix of like trip let's let oh i'm sorry go ahead go ahead oh no yeah like uh a, a lot of uh, uh, coming into finding who I was as, as like a wrestler and as a person is a lot of those guys, like uh, Jimmy Jacobs had a very, very strong hand in training me and mentoring me while I was on the Indies, like coming up very early. And, um, and Billy Rock was my actual trainer. Billy Rock and Mike Quackenbush like taught right, me right, right. the wrestling wrestling. So it was so weird to me coming from like, I'm six one, 215 pounds. Like I'm like on the Indies, I'm a big guy. And mm-hmm. I was trained by a dude that's five foot five, 155 pounds. So like I was taught hurricane rodas and arm drags. I wasn't taught like, you know, how to, how to fight a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> who stre- who, which one of them stretched you out the words though? Oh, uh, that's hard to say, but Billy Rock. So if, if you guys are unfamiliar with Billy Rock, like he's, uh, he's very widely known and respected amongst all his peers as a guy who's like, one of the most underrated. He's very he's on par with guys like Zack Saber Jr. and Jonathan Gresham, Blackenbush, Blackenbush are best friends, and uh, he's one of the most technically professional wrestlers in the world that never got his shake. And so I learned the hard way. And and like, man, it's it's tough to get into, but like a lot of people now don't want to be taught the hard way because it's hard. But uh, <laughs> no doubt, it sure is. It sure hard. is. I got my ass beat on a weekly basis by guys like Sammy Callahan, and I appreciate every second of it. Mm-hmm. Now that says a lot about the t- the, the talent today in day and age. Do you watch uh, the product today? Absolutely, I watch everything. Really, everything. Nice, Where do you nice. find the time? <laughs> <laughs> for real, because I please we need, we need the secret. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, genuinely, I like. Uh, it's it is no secret that me and Shotzi Blackheart have been together for about two years now, and like she oh, can be the oh. first person to tell you uh, every minute of every day, all we do is watch every type of wrestling. Like, and she gets so irritated because she'll be like, What are you watching? Like, I'm watching this shit from Argentina. Like, I'm so really? that's I'm good. I'm find out like all this stuff from all over the world. I want to know every aspect of wrestling, you know, and I want to know like the weird, weird, obscure shit. Mm. Oh, have God. you looked into voodoo wrestling? No. So I was, oh. 
You Fumble should check it out. They have a they have a documentary on Viceland, man. Uh, great, great documentary. It talks about voodoo wrestling and how they mix the actual arts of voodoo uh, with professional wrestling. Influence all from the 80s and 90s uh, WWF wrestling. So it's kind of crazy. Um, take it, take a look at it. No, it's definitely. Absolutely. Viceland has a long, uh, a few uh, episodes that are great, man. Even MVP was on there a couple times, yep. too, all Japan and all stuff like that. Yeah, Definitely a great watch. Um, so, so, but, you, but, but, but wait, we have to acknowledge something here right now. That means Facts. that Trip was marking out, marking the fuck out on Sunday. Were you not? <laughs> you talking about MVP? <laughs> no, or, or Edge. Talk about Shanti debuting the Rumble. <laughs> You're gonna get him in trouble, PCF. Don't make the Edge make him work harder. The scene is gonna be an Edge head. The Rumble. <laughs> so, so she got the phone call. Uh, maybe the day before, saying nice. someone told her she's gonna be in the Royal Rumble. They said, "Hey, we need you in Houston. Get on a flight. Five o'clock in the morning." Uh, she did not know she was going to be in the Royal Rumble until the Royal Rumble was going on. <laughs> Holy wow. smokes! Wow! And she picked a good number too. I think I believe she was number twenty-six. Yep, she was late. Yeah, she was. Well, ah, cool. But man, coming off a, a dope match on NXT that week to then Shayna, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. bro, crazy. Kind of. So you were marking out like crazy. What's that? You were marking out like crazy. Then I can only imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah, I specifically told her when she got there. I said, "Don't tell me if you're going to be in it. I just want to wait and see." Ah, nice. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That that's makes awesome, it even man. better. Yeah, better yeah. experience. Now so you just... trip. I, I let, let's take it back a little bit. Let's rewind a little bit here. So, how <laughs> old were you? <laughs> how old were you when you first discovered wrestling? When you first uh, laid eyes on a product? That's a funny story that ties into the Lucha Boogeyman thing. Uh, mm. People are usually surprised to hear, like, I did not originally find WWE or American wrestling. I started off by fi- when I was like 11, 12 years old. Uh, my grandma had cable and we did not at my house. Like, we didn't have any TV. So when I go to my grandma's house, she would have uh, Galavision. So we would yeah. take the old Lucha shows. So I would get like two episodes of AAA a week. So I go over to my grandma's house and I watch AAA and CMLL and I just watch reruns over and over and over. Holy shit. <laughs> so, wow, let, me that's awesome. let me find out you Dominican looking like I love you soon, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> you looking at some of the greats back in the day. That's how you got influences to it, right? Absolutely. Like one of my a guy that I, I pride myself on basing a lot of my stuff around Abismo Negro. Like Abismo Negro is a hero. Wow. Abismo Negro, wow, that's awesome. Shit. Have you ever caught a shot out there, man? No, I've. <laughs> that's been a huge back and forth, and it's a. Uh, it's frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. But uh, that's that's my my end goal. Is everybody else, you know, like obviously, you know, everyone wants to get to WWE, especially now that I'm down here in Orlando and I'm around everyone of the NXT talent every single day, and everywhere I go, I'm running into WWE people, and mm-hmm. I know how the system works now. It's a dream, but. No, nothing is a bigger goal and a life accomplishment than to, to get to Mexico and to hopefully one day wrestle in, in the arena, you know? Yeah. Nah, man, I could definitely see it, man, that becoming a possibility for you because you, you bring a very unique character to the plate. Um, and, and honestly, it, it's there's this sinister, like, uh, ferocity in the ring that everyone, like, I guess, came from IPW kind of brings with them, right? But you have your own little spin on it, man. Uh, and I think the lucha aspect in your arsenal 
really like opens up the palate, man. Yeah. I saw that battle with Joe Gacy, bro, and you was out here killing it, man. It was a great match. Disgusting as well, I would say. This is a guy I we'd never touched before. We'd never had a singles match or a tag or anything. Before. Wow. When and people have chemistry, like, bro. Been, yeah, yeah. I and every time I see him, still to this day, like Joe's one of my favorite people in the world. Dope, dope. I remember so that match that... getting booked it as you two being the maniacs, you know, kind of just sit, the similarity in the ring, but yet the differences. That's what made it uh, a dope match, man. Hell yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, I'll do it anytime. Dope, dope, dope. Do you find that more harder or more difficult, what I say, to to go out there with someone you don't have never been, you know, you never worked with before? Oh, no, I love that. I, okay. I really do. Like, I don't understand guys that want to wrestle the same dudes every single day. Like, I don't want to wrestle any over and over and over. Right. I, like, I get the most accomplishment from learning new styles and learning new things and and picking up like i'm i'm a student of the game from day one like uh i i want to pick up as much as i can from every person i'm learning with whether it's guys that are younger than me or less experienced than me or guys that have been in for 20 years or been on tv or international guys like uh, it doesn't matter anybody that i can pick up anything from a referee a fan a ring announcer i'm i'm just constantly a student of the game i was taught from day one like you can pick up knowledge from everyone because everyone has something to learn from. Oh, wow. I love that awesome. you said that. Now, with that said, you've been everywhere, man. Where have you been or wh which promotion has stood out for you the most? Or maybe what promotion have you learned the most from? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think uh, as far as, um, as, far as uh, one of the greatest, like, learning and working opportunities i've had is uh is like i i had a a six month long feud with austin theory who's very popular in nxt right now mm -hmm. right and we both like uh we we had never met before we started this and uh the promoter just said i i went to the promoter and uh, this is like all inside baseball shit but uh i was very like hey whatever you've got give me somebody that i've never worked with and I want to make them into something, and I want them to make me better. Like I want, I, I want something that I can like really get my teeth into. Dope. And he was, like, hey, this kid Austin Theory is like two years in. He's really fucking good, and I think he's going to be somebody. And in the middle of our storyline with Austin, uh, he he started working Evolve all the time, and he he's gone on huge, huge things. And now he's one of my closest friends. And throughout the we both took each other outside of our comfort zone. We like for for a guy that's. It's such a pretty, in shape, talented, athletic, strong wrestler. Like we did death matches, we did street wow. fights, we did all kinds of things that we were like, let's really push the boundaries. And he's a guy that, like, I guarantee you, one day will be the world champion of the WWE for wow. for sure. Wow! And just to have that experience with there, with him alone, what's that say about your career going forward too? Now, because. You know, like you said, everybody's got something to learn from differently. And now they used to have meshed together. You guys, you guys can meet somewhere down the line over there. Yeah, I mean, there's so many guys. Uh, I went to an NXT gathering the other day with with the people there, and like I look around, and there's so many guys there that I've worked with, like Trevor Lee, who's Cameron Grimes now, or DJ Z, Joaquin Wild, and Austin Theory. All these guys that I'm like, oh, these this is like my crew like that's crazy here and hungrier to be there 
And like in March, I'll be a decade, 10 years of wrestling, <sighs> almost 15 years since the first time I started training. So like I, to be this deep in and to be hungrier than I was on day one, uh, it just, it's inspiring, you know, like, wow. That's it. Ray Mysterio was ultimate inspiration. He was my, my number one favorite wrestler of all time. And to see him at almost 50 years old, like, and he's killing it best he's ever been. And it's, it drives me every single day. Bro, the rock and roll express is still out here doing the damn thing and making money, bro. It is a beautiful time for the wrestling industry. Mm -hmm. And sir, your ambition right now, your drive, it got me hyped. And I think (laughs) that that's exactly the type of method you need to be on right now. Cause as you said, you're looking around, everybody's leveling up. You your number's up. It's coming up, sir. Hell yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Listen, you you you, you said the word crew. Uh, talk to me about your carnies, man. Talk to me about that crew real quick. Oh, I, th- I thought you wanted them to name drop real quick. That's <laughs> what I, <thought. laughs> I mean, that wouldn't hurt either, but <laughs> well, as far as the carnies, like it's a fun story because uh we were dudes, so Nick and Carrie have always teamed from almost day one. And uh, ironically, for years uh, starting out, because we, we both met each other very early in our careers, and uh, I would team with random people, and I always ended up wrestling Nick and Carrie, and I would always have different partners. But from day one, I clicked with both those guys so closely that almost like looking back, it makes sense. Like, oh, of course you guys would end up together. <laughs> A lot of people like a lot of crews in wrestling are, are like it's it's fantasy, you know. It's just like oh, I'm I'm I pretend to be buddies with this guy so I can get over or whatever. Like Nick and Carrie are the two people I text the most in the whole world. Like wow, I, that's crazy. I, I mean, me and Carrie will have six hour long phone conversations that piss my girlfriend off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get off the phone. <laughs> Yeah, so it's safe to jealous. say. I think she's jealous. <laughs> what, what do you think? What do you think adds to that type of camaraderie, man? I, I mean, is it? Is it? I know there's so many different factors to to the life of a professional wrestler. I mean, the traveling alone. But but what do you think made that type of synergy? I think it's the it's it's one of those, it's the same as like um like being in a relationship with with you know a boyfriend or girlfriend like a uh, shared experience over time like so many uh, we have so many fun stories of like us you know bleeding around iwa mid-south in front of 20 people or like you said be on the road for 12 hours or whatever it, you know just uh carry getting in fights with promoters in locker rooms or, or <laughs> it just builds up over time like me and nick joke all the time like me and carrie uh there's no way we wouldn't get along you know we're both gross tattooed guys in the punk rock music but like me and Nick, if we met each other in high school, there's no chance we would have ever been friends. But that's crazy. Like now, we're, we're best. Friends. I talk to him every single day. So it's safe to say, in a world where, in a wrestling world where the faction still holds weight and still comes, you know, strong. They, they, it's a strong selling point in today's in, industry. How do you feel going forward with your, with this crew? You can maybe make some noise. Yeah, it's um. It's been one of those things that a lot of fans like uh, we're we're all very, um, very authentic through um, a lot of our social media, especially like Terry is very straightforward with people. He wants people to know like it's part of the art is knowing the story and knowing the genuine person behind the character or the person behind the artwork. 
<laughs> it's kind of it's kind of exciting though to think trip uh, with the synergy that the three of you have. You know what we're seeing um, across promotion is that's very transient for factions to keep moving up. You know what I mean? Maybe there's some changes to the to the actual uh, product, but they remain you know intact. It, w- would yeah. that be something exciting for you moving forward? Yeah, absolutely, and that and that's been you know part of it from. So, like, when we first got together, the, the name of the Carnies was just a joke. It was just an inside play on, like, uh, like you know, shitty indie wrestlers that would do anything to get over. and uh, <laughs> Same clown posse type shit, right? Yeah. It wasn't until Ring of Honor was like, hey, you guys should, uh, you guys should really run with this. And, like, <laughs> we did. We, I think we, we really, like, turned the volume up. And uh, oh, just yeah. because they weren't interested doesn't mean that they didn't lose out an opportunity to make money. And... I think there's a, a lot of potential for us to drag this somewhere else for somebody else to capitalize oh, yeah. on. For sure. 100% edgy, entertaining uh, characters like that is always going to work in any type of show, honestly. What I want to know though, is, are, are you guys sick bastards that take the gimmick on the road? Like, do you show up at restaurants with the shit? Yeah. Like, try not to pay. Like, what do you do? <laughs> the thing, too, is like, uh, the face paint is like such a hassle. But it's it's so much fun. It's it's <laughs> those things that like uh like I, I growing up I was always into art and I was always a, a painting kid and I used to just like paint uh, do body paint for fun. So like painting my face just seemed natural. It was like oh okay this is this is easy. This is something I can do every day. But once you leave the arena and you still have that face paint and wacky contacts in for hours and hours and hours on the road till you get back to a shower or a rest stop or something like everywhere. Or somebody thinks you were like at a concert or a Halloween party all the time. <laughs> no or trip. you might want to kill them or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and speaking about your group, the Carnies, is there like any trios tag team dream match that you would see yourself in? Ooh. Well, uh, <laughs> we we've been on the verge before, but uh, the the ultimate dream match trios wise was and still is. The Carnies versus British Strong Style. Ooh. Okay. When are we going to see that? Okay. Wow, yeah. that, that gave me chills. Ooh. Yes, yes. I've known Pete for many, many years now, and uh, and none of us, we haven't had the opportunity for all three of us to cross paths. Nick and Carrie uh, wrestled Tyler a few years ago, but uh, hopefully one day we can we can get that running. You know how yes, that happens please. with the people, man. We put the put the people behind that product, bro, and it happens. Let's put Shit. that out in the universe because we Hell need yeah. that in our lives. Oh yeah, that's exciting for sure. No doubt. Speaking of exciting guys, um, any any matches that excite you that stick out in mind that you've had, or any possible part partners that you've had that that you know you always would you know by you know always gonna have a good match with. Oh uh, yeah, there, there's plenty of like, like I said, the Austin Theory thing. I'd wrestle him any day of the week. Uh, like DJZ was another guy that I could wrestle him anytime, anywhere, any place. Um, <laughs> Ace Perry is a, uh-huh. a guy best, and he's uh, I helped train Ace Perry and help bring him up. And we spent many, many hours on the road together. And anytime I get in the room with him, I know it's going to be perfect. So like, <laughs> dope, dope. Uh, there's there's a lot of like you said about being excited about upcoming stuff. Uh, February 9th, I've got a match with Lee Moriarty at Bizarro Lucha, and Lee Moriarty is uh, actually two days before that he'll be having round three with Alex Shelley at AIW, and oh Lee my. is like, Uh-oh. yeah, 
brand new. He's, he, I think he's two years in the business now. And very I, I have no problem saying he's going to be one of the best independent wrestlers that there's ever been. Nice. Dude, he he's is awesome. up and coming. And considering the amount of time he's been wrestling, is, is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. For him to be this early and this good and be on par, I believe, on par with guys, you know, like like I said, he, he's round three. He's having his third match with Alex Shelley that same weekend as me. Mm. And uh, and I think, like, he's destined to be like uh, like this next upcoming generation, the new Chris Hero. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. Wow. So that means, are, are you going to be that match for him? Are you about I, to be that match that he's going to be like, damn, I might have the best match of my career right now? I told him better his pen and paper because he may be brand new to the business, but uh, I've got a decade longer of hunger and uh, and drive. And kids like that who are killing it as much as he is and has the passion that he has makes me want to go twice as hard. I want to be a perpetual freshman from day one. Like, so, I want to be the guy. I, I know that guys like that that are, are young and hungry are – are working for a spot and I'm there to push him out of that same spot. Nice, man. Oh, nice. That's awesome. You gotta have Moving that the heart. business forward, man. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That only makes everybody win in the business, man, to be honest. And I think the the authenticity the authenticity that you're talking about, that's what the fans appreciate as well, man. Because you can see that in the performance. You know, when you see a, a veteran versus someone that's a, a bit younger, maybe a little greener, but give that full effort. You know, give him an opportunity to shine as well, bro. That's amazing. Amazing. There's so I have a question for you. I have a question for you. You know, not yeah. to get into any relationships specifically, but I'm more curious in your observation, what are some of the factors that really play a role into relationships being difficult on the road in this business? That's the thing is, uh, is like people, people always, you know, there's always that talk of like, uh, don't date in the business, this, that, and the other. But like, I've, uh, I haven't ever had any issues with it being like the business. I think uh, dating somebody that's into the same things as you, regardless of what they are, is very beneficial, especially like in the relationship I'm in now. Like me and Shotzi both drive each other to be better. Like every every day we can train and we can watch and we can study. Uh, we're always practicing wrestling moves on each other in the gym. Like as, as much as we can get ring time together, as much as we can get time to sit down and watch wrestling, like we take advantage of every minute we can. And it's, uh, she is so driven and uh, and works harder than anybody I've ever met in my whole life. So like everything she has gotten has 100% been like she's gotten it the right way. And it always gives me faith. Like, you know, I see a lot of guys and I'm like, oh, well, this guy did, you know, you get negative and you're like, oh, this guy did this shitty thing to get over, to get whatever he's got. But she's done everything like the right way from day one. Like she's, uh, done all the right things, taken all the right steps and worked as hard as she possibly could and killing it for so long in so many different places has just paid off. I think we definitely have a, a 2020 rookie of the year in your hands trip for sure. It's only just beginning, you know, like um, I, I think we're, we're both like totally stunned because you hear about it all the time, you know, like people get here and, uh, and you never know. Like, they don't know what's going on from day to day. She finds out what's going on as it's happening. So uh, she, we got here, and we both thought, like, oh, we're probably just going to, you know, chill out, and she's probably not going to wrestle on TV for a while. And uh, immediately, immediately, all these big opportunities are flying her way, and they're pitching all these crazy things, and, and a lot of big things are happening very, very quickly. And I think it's very exciting. 
That's great. Great for her and great for you to be also be there with her along in the ride, man. Uh, I'm sure you guys help each other out when each other need it and and it works out very well. And, and that's great that you guys can share that. I love the picture you painted, man. Um, it's something that I like in watching. Uh, I want to say Maria Maniac and uh, our boy <clears throat> Hart. Uh, they their YouTube and on IG they uh they show what you just mentioned as far as uh, studying film, training, learning new moves and holds. That's kind of what they show the people during their thing. Um, it's kind of crazy, man. It's something that I think when you do see the wrestling couples that do work. Um, it's something that maybe we, we, we're going to start seeing more of, you know, whether it's Charlotte and Andrade or, you know, yeah, if yeah. it was CM Punk and AJ Lee, you know what I mean? Uh, the Miz and Marie to a certain degree, I guess, but not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the training together, you know, uh, growing within the business, that's, that's something that I think the people would enjoy to see even more, man. Yeah, like you said about uh, we, we see Charlotte and Andrade at the gym every day and they're, nice. they're always constantly and and you know they're both like very uh very intimidating intense hard-working people and they're like you know they're it's inspiring to see such a an incredible power couple who works so hard together fuck it would be great to see you and andrade in the ring bro oh my god that's a match Fuck! I just got excited for that. You, you gotta put it out there. Put it out there in the universe. Oh remember? my god! Nah, there, the, styles would, the styles would be phenomenal together. Man, are you kidding me? You might oh, have to take it back man. to that lucha style, man. That's, That's what it. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go back into Woo! the. Post. I'm sorry. I, I just got excited. Bro. My bad. <laughs> JP, Trick Cassidy got me excited. Wear your pants, pants JP. <laughs> <laughs> Trip. Thanks again for your time today, man. Listen, we we want to thank you, but uh, we also like to end with a quick lightning round. We call the round of chair shots. Uh, quick mm -hmm. shots and whatever comes to mind. You yeah, game? for sure. Let's awesome go. and awesome. All right, cool. So let's just get right to it, man. What's your favorite cheat meal? Uh, I like uh, I like Chinese food, but uh, ever since I started dating Shotzi, lumpia, lumpia Ooh. is like a Filipino egg roll. It's the best. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, that sounds oh, amazing. Yeah. Nice. Trust me, You like spicy food? You like spicy Chinese food? Yes. Yeah. Indian uh, so, food. So, what's your quick order? What's your go-to? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of chicken tikka masala from Indian nice, food. Nice. Yeah. Ah, okay. Nice. That's a good shit. Yeah, okay. Now, when you're in the Chinese. Let me suggest, get that hot oil on the side, man. It does magic. It does wonders. Yeah, yeah, we had Chinese food a couple days ago. I'm for it. <laughs> Shit, I just had Chinese food tonight. <laughs> I'm home alone. I got to take it back. Shout out to Chinese food. Trip, what's your favorite movie? Uh, it's a hard one, but maybe uh, maybe Beetlejuice. Nice. Okay. That's a classic. Okay. Just nice. don't say his name three times or I'll pop up. <laughs> 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 oh, that funny dinner scene when the, the, they start um, doing the, the sing along is hilarious. Uh, superpower show right now, I think. Is there? Yeah, there's a Broadway a show on Broadway. Now they're making the remake soon. Nice. That nice. travesty. But... Trip, oh. what's a what, what's a superpower you would have if you had one? So my favorite my favorite superhero. I'm a big Marvel guy. I, I okay. when I'm not watching wrestling, I'm reading Marvel. My favorite nice. superhero is any any version of Spider Man. Any okay. version of Spider Man. Okay. All right. All Which right. is and your you... favorite version? Um, favorite version maybe uh, 
Ben Riley, clones. Okay. 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 Now, if you had, if you were to have a superpower, what would it be? Oh man. Um. Uh, maybe, maybe some, uh, maybe like Wolverine's healing factor would be nice as an independent nice. wrestler. Okay, <laughs> he gonna that walk would... right. He gonna walk right into CCW. Like I'm here, bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would come in clutch for sure. That's uh, who is a person you would want to meet, real or fictional? Mm. Oh, that's, a, that's an easy one. Uh, my top three are uh, Triple H, mm. Henry Owens from Black Flag, and uh, if he wasn't, you know, deceased, uh, David Bowie. David oh, nice. Bowie. Bowie. Hey, I have okay. a David Bowie album in my room right now, bro. That's uh, crazy. I got on my arm. That's <laughs> crazy. That's awesome. I, I will admit, though, it, it, it's not mine. It was a <laughs> co-worker, and I've yet to give it to her. But still, I know who the man is. <laughs> a legend, to say the least. <laughs> what is the worst purchase you have ever made? <laughs> uh... That's a, um, that's a, a very tough one. Um, <laughs> uh, so this may seem silly, but uh, a PlayStation Three because uh, I bought it only for the ability to watch Netflix, and I have a, I also have a Amazon Fire that I watch Netflix on. So it just sits there. Damn. Okay. Wait, did you just buy this like last week or like when no. it first came out? Years ago, and it's just been uh. sitting there. Right? Uh, so you're not you're, are you are you into video games or no no the only video occasionally like uh we'll play whenever we're feeling it we'll play like injustice or uh or street fighter or mortal Kombat. anything nice. that's like arcade gotcha that's pretty cool gotcha, okay. gotcha, that's understandable gotcha. yeah um what is the dumbest way you've been injured Mm. Um, that's a really good one. I, I was just thinking that when we were talking about the Wolverine. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that came to mind, huh? Damn. You know, you know, at uh, IW Mid South, I got thrown through a pane of glass that was a uh, that was actually not tempered. It was a a car windshield. Oh and, uh, shit! Yeah, I've got a a twelve inch gash on my shoulder that went damn. up to my neck. And, oh uh, man! I rushed to the ER immediately and. Uh, and they told me if it was an inch higher, I would have bled out and died. Damn, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was like, it was like uh, 27 staples to hold it shut. And then uh, there was like 15 stitches underneath the staples. Ugh. Wow. Holy Terrible. smokes. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, everything happens for reasons. This is why you're not 5'11", bro. This is why. <laughs> This is why. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm saying, well, that must have been a like, traumatic experience. I, I just rolled out of the ring and said, I got to go to the hospital. And immediately a fan like just threw me in their car. Wow. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Holy Damn. shit, man. Thank you for your time again, Trip, man. We appreciate you coming on with us late this evening, man. We Good luck going forward with the rest of your career, man. And we expect nothing but the best from you, man. Big things coming forward. Thank you, Trip. Appreciate it. Trip the Lucha Boogeyman. It was a pleasure, my brother. Peace.